Blog Talk Radio. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does No, that's it! Hey, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Hey, beast, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it? I'm your host, Greg the Truth, host of the show with the Black Belt, Mr. Fayaz. I want to thank everybody for tuning in live tonight. I want to invite you to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe through Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and even through good old Blog Talk Radio. That way the show is downloaded right to your listening device every time. We have a new episode, and if and if you want to tell somebody about the show, I think we're doing a good job. And you'd like to hear our opinions? Um, let somebody know about it. Fayaz, how's it going, man? Another weekend, another week gone, and another weekend is upon us. That is correct. I'm uh, I'm happy to be upon the weekend once again, and uh, it's going pretty good, man. What's going on with you, man? I uh, cannot shake <clears throat> this congestion-type allergy-slash-cold-slash-scratchy-throat garbage. You don't even know what it is, it For a week, I just can't get rid of it. It seems like it, it's hitting me from any possible way that it can hit me. I'm just I'm nice. up against the fence. I'm covering up. I'm trying to find a way out of it. I haven't been finished yet, but I don't know. The ref's taking a deep look at what's going on right now. <laughs> well, hey, I don't know, Fayaz, if you've got a, a rough connection or, or, or what, but I can't really hear what you're saying. Um, so we're going to see if we can get you back on. And uh, But anyway, um, big weekend for the world of mixed martial arts. We had two big weigh-ins tonight. Of course, the upcoming Bellator 152 weigh-ins took place, as well as the UFC on Fox 19 weigh-ins, which uh, that show is. Both shows are coming up tomorrow night, and of course, the good news about the Fox show, just like it is with every Fox show, is that it's 100% absolutely free. Anytime we get free mixed martial arts of any kind on any channel, especially UFC, and especially a really good lineup like what they're bringing to us tomorrow night on Fox. It's a solid card. Um, Looking forward to it. What do you think about the lineup? Some really good names uh, on, on this card, top to bottom, even the prelims. 
Man, I think it's going to be a great card, man. I saw I saw who was fighting, and uh, I'm I'm real excited, especially because uh, it's going to be on uh, TV, right? I mean, who doesn't like that? You know, it's uh, it could almost be a pay per view card, and they had so many people drop out of this fight uh, out of this card. So I'm I'm glad it's still going on, and I'm glad we're still going to get to see some good fights. Yeah, that's a good point because you had Tony Ferguson drop out. And um, Leota Machida uh, and Dan Henderson's fight gets scrapped because Machida fails a drug test. And even yeah. with those two changes, arguably, you know, this this card could maybe even still push for a pay per view if if they so choose to. But I'm glad that it's free. What do you make of Leota Machida failing a drug test? Is it just is it just to be? Are we almost to the point to where? We're just expecting guys to fail drug tests, no matter who it is. <laughs> well, I mean, really. Well, did you no did you know, fake. right? Yeah, you saw it, right? You know what they do, right? It's a schedule. You got to tell them where you're going to be every day, all the time. It's like a calendar, so that they can just come and drug test you anyway. I don't know if anybody listening out there, if you even knew that. That's how stringent the rules are with them. Yeah, and uh, Leoto actually uh, admitted to taking something. I don't know if he failed his drug test, but he actually uh, admitted, "Hey, look, I I took something that you know may possibly." He stepped up and actually said it to them and told them, "Hey, I took something that may possibly um, you know alter the results of my drug test. I took a supplement, you know, whatever it was, and uh, it may screw up my drug test." So uh, because. They're pretty stringent about what you use. I mean, it's pretty uh, – <laughs> it's there's a pretty fine line, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at the little blurb here. And, and yeah, so cre- credit to Machida for coming forward and saying that he realized that he, he was probably going to fail. He, he took something that um, when he took it, he says he didn't realize that it was banned. And they, and they do have a lengthy, lengthy list of things – that are banned and you know, I've never been a professional athlete, but I can imagine that these guys in the sport, in any sport, um, you know, companies send, send them a lot of things, um, you know, and, and when you're working around a bunch of different guys and, and, and everybody's got something and Hey, try this. Hey, try that. This will give you a little more energy or, or whatnot. You know, and I, and I don't know if Machida yeah. unwillingly, willingly, uh, you, you know, time will tell. But uh, guys just really have to be on top of what they're putting into their body. And, um, you know, with, with, the, with the rules getting more strict and strict, you've got to know what you're taking and you've got to know what you can't take. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, but, but to get back to the car, but, you know, you know, props to Machida for stepping up you know, because I mean, he's—I don't think he's the—he's uh, not that guy. He's not—he's not the guy you got to worry about using PEDs. You know, he's never failed <laughs> a drug test before. He's not coming off of some prolific injury that you know where the doctor had to prescribe him anything or anything like that. So I think he'll be okay. I don't think it's going to be a uh, huge ban or anything like that. So hopefully, uh, you know. Props to him for stepping up and letting him know. You know, it sucks. Bob Swanson, 
You got Daryl Horcher. You got Khabib. He's back. That's at a catch weight, so that you know there's still a fight. You got Tisha Torres versus Rose Namajunas. That's an awesome fight. And then you got then you got Glover and Rashad. That's the main part, man. You know, if you didn't watch any prelims at all, you couldn't go wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and even when you look at that prelim card, you got John Dodson taking on Manny Gambarian. That's the that's fight pass. John Dodson isn't too far away from being in a main event on a big show. Um, so right, kind of a little bit of a demotion for that guy. But uh, yeah, <laughs> well. I guess uh, when you fought for the title twice and you've lost both times, I guess uh, that's enough, right? He kind of got he got John Fitched. I mean, I remember John Fitch, you know, at one point was the best guy without a belt around his waist probably in MMA. He loses to uh, yeah. George St. Pierre and gets rewarded with a preliminary card fight, the next fight out. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think John Fitch won many more times after that. Yeah, that's what I can recall. Yeah. He's looking pretty good now. I think he's. I think he's got a. I think he's got a belt now over at the uh, World Series of Fighting. So uh, good job, John Fitch. Right. I mean, uh, you know, one way or another, you want to be able to get that. It doesn't look like there's going to be any prelims unless you got fight pass. From what I can see here. Right. Yeah, unless everything's going to be on unless, Fox. Everything's going to be on Fox. So you just you got to go with that. And oh yeah, the prelims are the prelims are on Fox too. Well, that was cool. That's good to know. So you got Dover fighting uh, Machev. You got God, man. There's so many guys. Court McGee's fighting. Look at that. Where's Court McGee been? Pennington and Beth Carrera. God, that's going to be a good fight right there. Michael Chiesa's fighting? Jesus. Man, the prelims are just going to be fan. The prelims are going to be awesome, too. I mean, top to bottom. You can't beat it, man. And even if I don't get to see the Dodson fight, it's still going to be awesome. Yeah, there's some good names on that on that uh, opening Fox card. And, and I like that they put it all on Fox. And it's a good chance for some of those guys to to get some new eyes on them. Yeah. Uh, of course, Fox brings with it a a much larger audience. So, you know, a guy like Michael Chiesa, Raquel Pennington, and Betch Correa, you know, they'll they'll get a chance to be seen by a lot of people, and uh, that's a good opportunity for them. One of the fights that really interests me that, that was kind of, I don't know, man. I, I know they were uh, – there's probably not a line of guys out the door that were wanting to fill in for Tony Ferguson – against Khabib Nurmagomedov. No. But no, they kind of plucked Daryl Horcher out of nowhere. And it's almost right. like, you know, hey, this guy's getting his opportunity at the big show. That's the good news. The bad news is, man, it just doesn't look too good for your chances to win. <laughs> well, you never know, right? Do you, you know anything got that about one guy that? who gets called up? You know what? I don't really know too much about him, but you never know, right? You got that one guy who gets called in to step up, and he might make it happen. And Khabib, he's been out on injury for so long. 
I mean, I mean, he's been out for a while on injury, so you never know. I mean, it, usually when guys come back off of an injury, right, unless they're dominant crews and they just don't believe in ring rust, there's going to be ring rust there, right? But, you know, which Dominic Cruz, by the way, let me just backtrack on that, is the only one who has uh, dis- disproven ring rust. I've never seen anybody else do it, so I'm just uh, I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see tomorrow. Man, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the other guy just because Khabib's been out for so long. You know, that's not that's not a bad pick. I mean, you're looking at – Norman Gomedov has – the last time he fought was two years ago, literally two years ago, just three days shy of two years ago. That's a lot yeah. of time off. And no matter what people say, I mean, Dominic Cruz is the exception, not the rule. And, man, um, guys with long layoffs like that, that's a tough one. With that being yeah. said, Norma Gomenoff is just such a smothering wrestler. Um, yeah, he is. He is. Man, I, I just can't see him yeah. losing. But at the same time, a win over Daryl Horcher, I mean, what does that really do for you, right? I mean, this is a dangerous fight for Norma Gomedoff. Because if he loses, it's a huge upset and, and a huge loss. But if he wins, it's not uh, you beat Daryl yeah. Horcher. It's no big deal. It takes him out of contention. It takes him out of contention. And then you just got to give the next spot to Tony Ferguson. You just got to do it. Right? Tony Ferguson, man, that that guy's an animal. I don't see him losing when he comes off an injury. God, he went, what, eight, nine in a row? Right? And then he gets hurt. You know, I was hoping that guy would get, you know, a title shot. That's uh, That's what I wanted to see there. So I'm uh, I'm kind of excited about that. Ferguson comes back, heals quick, and and gets back in there because that guy, man, that guy is just uh, that guy's an animal, and I I think he can beat RDA. Yeah, he he's he is on fire. Seven wins in a row. I think probably the injury and him getting and I know if you ask Tony Ferguson. He would say, I want Norma Gomedov. I'm not scared of this guy. Give him to me anytime you want to give him to me. But right. maybe, just maybe, this injury is kind of, might be a blessing in disguise because it's going gonna, it's gonna to take Norma Gomedov out of his pathway. And, um, you know, maybe he can jump up a few notches there. When yeah, he gets you know, maybe, maybe he, I don't know, maybe he won't have to do it. I don't. Khabib's such a grinding – I can't even say his last name. So, he is so – he's such a grinding wrestler. Ferguson just seems like he's a little bit more well-rounded. Yeah. I, honestly, I was going to pick Ferguson in that fight anyway. You know, maybe we'll get to see it later on down the line. doesn't look like we're going to get to see it anytime soon. Again, I'm hoping, uh, you know, Tony, Tony Ferguson does get a title shot here pretty fast. Rose Nama Yunus, Tisha Torres. Good matchup between two ladies that are trying to work their way up in that division. Um, Tisha yeah. Torres 7-0 undefeated. Nama Yunus, of course, coming off the dominant, dominant win over Paige Van Zandt. She's 4-2. and two. I think I might go with Tisha Torres on this one. 
You gonna take Tisha on this one, man? I'm gonna. I'm going to stick – I'm going to go with Rose Nami Eunice on this one. No, everybody – I just I just feel like she's just got more tools, man. I just feel like she's just a lot cleaner with all of – with putting all of her tools together and her jiu-jitsu on top of that. I just think I, – I think she wins that fight. Tisha Torres, I think, is uh, primarily a wrestler. I don't think her stand-up's that great. Um, I'm thinking – I'm thinking Rose can beat her. Up and down. Yeah, it's an interesting fight. I think. I think the story will be what what um, what can Tisha do with Rose on the ground. Um, right. I, I agree with you. I don't if think, she can I get think her if there. this fight ends up. Yeah, I think if this fight ends up being a stand up fight, um, it's not going to go well uh, for Torres. Uh, Rose has a you know, like a four-inch height difference, five-inch reach advantage, something like that. So, And, and she's a much more well-rounded striker than Tisha is. So um, she's got to make this a wrestling match to win because uh, she can't outstrike uh, Rose at all, I, I wouldn't think. Yeah, no, not at all, man. I mean, uh, I, I don't – I just don't see it happening. I'm thinking uh, I'm going to have to go with Rose on that one. I'm going with Rose on that one all the way, unless Tisha just you know takes her down and lays on her, and, and Rose just can't get up. But I just I just don't see that happening with Rose and Eunice. So I'm thinking I'm thinking Tisha's going to have a problem standing up. That Rose is going to be a little bit rangier. She's going to try to take her down, and uh, you know Rose is either going to counter that. She's either going to counter that takedown well, or she's just going to be a threat, you know, on her ground on the ground off of her back. I think. Uh, I don't think Tisha is a better wrestler than uh, Carla Esparza. That's a good point. That's a good comparison because I think I agree with that too. Yeah. So the main event is a light heavyweight fight between Glover Teixeira and the kind of I hesitate to say it, but kind of the struggling Rashad Evans. I mean, the guy kind of just, you know, he's coming off of a, coming off of a uh, loss to Ryan Bader where he just looked like he was lost. Um, I don't know, maybe not lost, but a fight that I certainly thought he could have won. Um, I don't know. I just don't know if Rashad Evans... And I and I'm not a big Glover to share a guy. Um, I, yeah. I think I think he's a good fighter, but I don't. I think he's a little bit overrated. But I think Glover to share is going to get it done against Rashad Evans. I think Rashad Evans is just. I don't know. I, I I don't know if he has it anymore. He doesn't seem to have that killer instinct anymore. Yeah, you know I like Glover. I like Glover. I like Glover in this fight too. I think Rashad's got a chance. You know he was coming off of a long layoff when he fought Bader. Right, and and let's face it, he really did fight the best Bader you could possibly give him. Right, he fought yeah. the uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna dance around and uh, pick you apart with uh, you know stiff, but you know pretty decent kickboxing technique. Right, he didn't really it didn't it didn't really have to go past that. I'm thinking you know Glover's gonna bring a a little bit more to that. You know, Rashad's going to have to use his speed. 
and uh, that's that's what it's going to come down to for Rashad. I think they're both pretty well matched as far as tools go, but I think Glover's submission is are going to be a little bit there, or more there than Rashad's are, but I think the wrestling's going to be pretty even. And uh, I think I'm going to have to give power, though, to uh, – well, that could go either way, too, man. I've seen Rashad knock out some big dudes. So I think Rashad will be ready for this fight this time. He'll be more – you know, there won't be that ring rust factor, and I think he'll be good to go. I'm going to – you know what? I'm going to pick Rashad Evans tomorrow night. I'm feeling good, man. I'm going to pick Rashad Evans tomorrow night. I think if Rashad comes out live on his feet and, and, and the speed is there, that he'll have a chance. Yeah. But if he definitely. comes out flat-footed and just not moving like he did against Vader, Lover's a good enough boxer, I think, to where he can he can outstrike that that level of Rashad Evans. But the speed yeah. can make a big difference if it's there for Speed forever. can make a big difference, yeah. It's just got to be there for Rashad. I think Glover, he looks a little bit bigger than Rashad. Then, uh, you know, the weigh-in's on in about an hour. I'll have to check that out and see if, uh, if, he's, if he's that much bigger, like I'm thinking he is. But uh, I, don't, I don't – Rashad seems like he's a really small, light heavyweight compared to a lot of guys yeah. that are fighting in that division. So, I, you know, speed is going to be, you know, the thing that saves him. Yeah, he's always been really good using his speed and using his striking to really set up his takedowns. That was kind of his bread and butter there when he had his run to the title. Um, and, and he was always able to mix those takedowns with that striking. Um, so it's it's a good matchup, and, and I'm looking forward to it. So Dan Henderson's fight got scrapped with Machida, and now they're right. looking at pairing him up with Hector Lombard. Yeah. What do you make about what do you make of that? That's an interesting matchup, I think. I think if Dan Henderson cannot get hit, he's going to win that fight. Yeah. If he doesn't, if he just if he just doesn't catch a big one from Hector Lombard while they're standing up, you know, even if Dan Henderson connects, I think I think he'll win that fight. Um, Hector Lombard. I think he's still suspect on the cardio aspect. And, you know, Dan Henderson, he's he's proven to go four or five rounds in wars, right? I mean, you saw him in all his fight, you know, in almost uh, – in a lot of his fights, man. We saw him fight with Shogun. You know, I mean, that was a battle to the end. You know, you've, I've seen him in a, just a lot of fights. He's he's proven to go five, and uh, Hector Lombard is uh, is not – so I don't know. I don't know that they're, they're going to make that a five-round fight. But if they do, either way, I think if he weathers Hector Lombard in the first round, I think he, he's going to win that fight. Is Dan Henderson coming to the point of his career where his chin is a question mark? Yeah, I mean, I think what the last time he fought, he got caught with a good one, and then he was telling him, "No, nah, I'm not out. I'm not out." The guy was like, "Well, yeah, you, you know, you were going to sleep," and so. You know, I think it, it may not be his chin. Maybe they don't give Dan Henderson that benefit of the doubt as much anymore just because he's getting older, right? So it's, yeah. all, it's all really going to depend on the rep that's in the ring with him, right? If it's, you know, if it's some rookie rep that you know, doesn't really know him, right, he may, not, he may not give him that benefit of the doubt if, you know, Dan Henderson gets clipped. He may not, he may not give him that opportunity to recover and get up. 
right? But if it's you know if it's one of the it's it's one of the other guys, you know, they might one of the veteran referees, they might. So you know he's he's always going to have that opportunity to get clipped, right, and take a bad shot. But it's whether or not really is the ref going to allow him to recover, or is he going to say, hey, you know, Dan, you're too old to really get beat on like this. So I have a couple of big returns, or at least one big return and one that seems to be almost in the bag. Of course, the first one is BJ Penn. We all know now <laughs> that his opponent is going to be Dennis Seaver. Is Dennis Seaver the right guy for BJ Penn to have his return fight with? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if that's a good move for BJ Penn. Now, granted, right, I can give B.J. Penn this. He's training at a camp where if he has trouble, when he goes back to his corner, they're not going to go, you can do this, you're B.J. Penn. I mean, he's actually <laughs> trained with real coaches, right? Right. So we're like, okay, you're the prodigy, but we're still going to tell you what to do, right? Whereas, you know, before, it's like he just lasted so long on, you know, on what, you know, on the fact that he was just B.J. Penn that, you know, the other guys didn't know what to tell him. So now he's actually, you know, he's training somewhere where they'll, uh, you know, they'll tell him, hey, BJ, yeah, that's not that's not going to work. You know what I mean? So if uh, if he can weather – if he can weather Dennis Seaver's striking, I think BJ's got a chance, man. I mean, he looks like he's in shape. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. I just, I just don't know how he's going to – you know, Dennis Seaver can hit pretty hard. Yeah, he can. He's he he can. The question for BJ Penn, and it's been this almost his entire career, is what BJ Penn are we going to see in the octagon? Are yeah. we going to see motivated BJ Penn, or are we going to be? I just got off the beach in Hawaii, BJ Penn. Well, because see, motivated because BJ Penn seen... is a world champion. Yes. I think if you see the BJ Penn, if you see lo- if you see long, lean BJ Penn that comes out of the Greg Jackson's camp, BJ Penn, I think you're going to see a good BJ Penn. Now you see, you know, you see Hilo Hawaii BJ Penn, and you're not sure what you're going to see, right? You don't know, you you don't know what's going to happen, you know, you don't know, if, you know, you don't know if he took a week off to go hang out, you know and go surfing, you, you know, it could be anything, right? You, you just, you never know what you got. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we get to see world champion BJ Penn. I always say, you know, when, it, when it, towards the end of BJ's career, right, he stopped running to the ring and uh, he stopped, he stopped coming to the middle of the cage, you know, in his scrap stance, you know, like ready to fight. And uh, that's when I kind of knew that uh, BJ BJ was either burning out or on his way out because he just didn't seem like he wanted to be there anymore. So hopefully we'll see that. We'll get to see that fire again. Maybe he just misses it that much to where we'll get to see that fire again. Of course, the next big comeback, uh, and we won't spend too much time on this because I want to get into UFC New York, but it really just seems like um, George St. Pierre fighting again is – I think it's I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to see be, I think we're going to see St. Pierre in the cage and I think the good place probably the the uh place to see him right now is going to be on November 12th in Madison Square Garden in New York City. Yeah. 
Who do we make that fight with? Who do you think he'll get to fight if he shows up at Madison Square Garden in November? Who do you think he gets to fight? I think it's Robbie Lawler. I think if Robbie Lawler's still the champion come November 12th, it's Robbie Lawler. God, you think they should just give him an immediate title shot? Of course he deserves it because he retired the champ. You think BJ? You think you think GSP is that phenomenal of an athlete that he can take that much time off, come straight into a title shot, and win? You think he can take that Robbie Lawler damage? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. You're talking about a guy who, who fights wars for five rounds, right? That's uh, that's a different fight for GSP. I don't know. I don't know about all that. What do you think? I don't know if that's the right thing for him to do, but my guess is that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, it would. It probably would be more wise for George to fight a, uh, not a warm-up fight, but just another guy, another top five guy, or, you know, even a yeah. top eight guy, and then yeah. get a title shot, assuming that he wins. Um, because if he comes back and, and Lawler knocks him out or something crazy like that, well... Sorry you even came You'll back, George. You'll never see GSP again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this edition of the Majority Decision. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be right back here on Sunday. Here on Blog Talk Studio.